welcome to the Bold Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Rawlings. The Bold Movement is a women's ministry designed to help women study their Bible and find resources to enhance that study. Our podcast is one of the tools we offer for that purpose. So, thank you for tuning in and listening as we continue on the journey through the Gospel of Mark. To make this easier to understand, I'm going to read a passage in Mark. Then we will break it down verse by verse. I will try to show you what the original author was trying to say to the original audience in the original context. This is what we call exegesis. So, without further delay, let's get to it. This is Mark 2, verses 23 through 28. One Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields, and as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. And the Pharisees were saying to them, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and was hungry? He and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God in the time of Abathar the high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him? And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. Let's break this down. Verse 23 says, One Sabbath he was going through the grain field, and as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. Keep in mind, these grain fields do not belong to them. But the act of plucking the heads of grain was an acceptable practice according to the Mosaic Law. Deuteronomy 2325 says, If you go into your neighbor's standing grain, you may pluck the ears with your hand, but you shall not put a sickle to your neighbor's standing grain. So the Pharisees were not upset that the disciples and Jesus were plucking grains that didn't belong to them. It's something stemmed from another disgruntle. Let's move forward. Verse 24 says, And the Pharisees were saying to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? The Pharisees were not upset about them taking grain, like I said before. They were ticked off that they were doing this on the Sabbath. Remember in our last podcast, we learned that the Pharisees took the Mosaic Law very seriously, but they held the writing from the scribes at almost the same level as Scripture. You see, in Exodus 34.21, it says, Six days you shall labor, but on the seventh day you shall rest. Even during the plowing season and harvest, you must rest. That's fair enough. However, we read in the Mishnah, and whenever I say Mishnah, I want you to think of this like a commentary that the scribes wrote. It said, oh, the Mishnah had 39 main categories of work that were forbidden during the Sabbath. And you guessed it. Number three on that list was reaping. Verse 25 and 26 said, And he said to them, this is Jesus in response, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and was hungry, he and those who were with him? Verse 26, And how he entered the house of God in the time of Abathar the high priest, and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him? Jesus, in typical fashion, answered the Pharisees' question with a question. Have you not heard? Then he makes a reference to 1 Samuel 21, verses 1 through 6. Let's read this scripture to better understand the references Jesus is making. 
Verse 1 of 1 Samuel 21. David went to Nob, to Ahimelech the priest. Ahimelech trembled when he met him and asked, Why are you alone? Why is no one with you? David answered Ahimelech the priest, The king sent me on a mission and said to me, No one is to know anything about the mission I am sending you on. As for my men, I have told them to meet me at a certain place. Now then, what do you have on hand? Give me five loaves of bread or whatever you can find. But the priest answered David, I don't have an ordinary bread on hand. However, there is some consecrated bread here, provided the men have kept themselves from women. David replied, Indeed, women have been kept from us, as usual whenever I set out. The men's bodies are holy even on missions that are not holy. How much more so today? So the priest gave him the consecrated bread, since there was no bread there except the bread of the presence that had been removed from before the Lord and replaced by hot bread on the day it was taken away. According to William Wayne, David's conduct included that of his men. The relationship between the Old Testament incident and the infringement of the Sabbath by the disciples lies in the fact that on both occasions, pious men did something forbidden. The fact that God does not condemn David for his action indicates that the narrowness with which the scribes interpreted the law was not in accordance with the tenure of Scripture. Jesus argues that the tradition of the Pharisees is unduly stringent and exceeds the intention of the law. Let's finish up with verse 27 and 28. And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. In verse 27, Jesus is pronouncing God's purpose for the Sabbath. The Sabbath day was meant to be for refreshing and rest, not to impose on what people are doing, especially not something simple as plucking grains. What Jesus is saying here essentially is, the Sabbath was made for man's pleasure. In this final verse of chapter two, I'm going to leave you with a thought from William Lane. He said, these things were written that they may understand Jesus' true dignity. He is the Lord of the Sabbath. Ladies, let's go out and show the world who the Lord of the Sabbath is and how we celebrate Him. I hope you enjoyed our time together. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait to see you guys again next week. And actually, we have a little bit of a surprise. On Monday, this coming Monday, July 1st, we are releasing our first ever video podcast. And we are interviewing the very wonderful Mary Cassian. And she has a new book coming out called The Right Kind of Strong. I can't wait for you guys to hear the interview I had with her and how we talked a little bit about her book, but mainly about how God can help enhance women to be bold in their faith. Ladies, don't forget to go out and be bold.